Welcome back, Giants fans. Week number seven, game preview versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Some people say Jaguars. I've heard Jaguars, but I say Jaguars. I feel like that's the uh, normal way to say it. But anyway, I'm doing this from a vacant house today. There's no internet, so this is going to be an off-the-dome type video. So it may not be as great as my other, I don't know about great, but not as good as my other videos, but we're going to try and push through here. I do have the Jaguars stats saved for their season. I could look up the injuries on my phone. We'll get through this video, I promise. Hope you guys enjoy the video. Leave your predictions in the comments, and let's get into it. So the Giants, they come in at 5-1. and one. Jacksonville's at 2-4. and four. They've had some close losses that they probably should have won. You can probably argue they should be be three and three four and two but it's all about the final score so you are what your record says you are however Jacksonville is favored by three points last time I checked I know some people were not a fan of that and honestly I'm gonna pick the Giants to win this game but I also don't take Jacksonville lightly I think they have a good pass rush they have some talented weapons they have a quote-unquote generational quarterback they have you know some talented running backs they have a solid team over there they of course accumulated a bunch of high draft picks over the years and some of those guys are turning into solid NFL players which is no surprise so the Giants should not and probably will not take this game lightly but it is a good spot game for the Jaguars and a place where the Giants can you know, possibly have a letdown game, as they say. So the Giants have to try and avoid that. But anyway, let's jump into the injuries. So for the Giants, Cordell Flott out once again, missing like his third or fourth consecutive game. Kenny Galladay out, no surprise. Kadarius Toney out, also no surprise. O'Shane Zimenez out. This one sucks. Quad injury, he's out. And it sucks even more because Aziz Ojolari with the same calf issue is also out. You would assume Quincy Roche gets elevated off the practice squad, but that is just not what you want to see. John Feliciano is questionable, not like the biggest concern in the world, but um, it seems like everybody else should be all right for the most part. For Jacksonville, wide receiver Jamal Agnew, I know Flight Reacts calls him Cashews. It's like the funniest nickname. I don't even know if it's a nickname. It's just the flight thing, but he calls him Cashews. I love it, but he didn't play last week. He did not practice on Thursday. I don't know about today, but he's like one of their gadget guys, great kick returner. He had like a 109-yard return last year so yeah watch out for that guy if he plays and I would say the other notable guy who didn't practice on Thursday for Jacksonville was Shaquille Griffin the cornerback former Seahawks solid player the Giants website did not update the Jaguars Friday reports yet so we'll find out about that but yeah the Jaguars don't have that many injuries lucky for them but hey we're used to that the Giants are often the more injured team so it is what it is now for the Jaguars team stats where do they rank in the NFL for total yards offensively they are 11th best in the NFL fell 15th in points so they have an above average offense but the Jaguars have struggled a bit in recent weeks on offense not as much last week I think they put up 28 versus the Colts last week but the two weeks prior especially that game where they played the uh, Houston Texans they scored like six points in that game so that was ugly so they've had an up and down offense but they've had games where they put up 38 versus the Chargers so yeah the Jaguars they have the personnel to put up some big offensive numbers. Passing offense-wise, they're 19th in attempts, 20th in yards. And rushing-wise, they are better. 8th in attempts and 9th in rushing yards. So this is a team that has two good backs, James Robinson, Travis Etienne. Um, a pretty solid offensive line. It's an offensive line that's gotten much better over the years. Their tackles are finally playing a lot better. That includes Cam Robinson, Jawan Taylor, guys like that. They are playing better. Defensively, the Jacksonville defense, they are 9th in points allowed, so that's good. 11th and yards allowed they do have the 21st ranked passing defense so that of course is a area the Giants can look to exploit them but the Giants don't have the most explosive passing offense as we know 
And the Jaguars' run defense is third best in the NFL this year yards-wise. So that's very good. The Giants, of course, bread and butter um, offensively this year has been running the ball, whether it's with Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones. So this may be a game where just based on how the Jaguars have played defense this year, where the Giants may have to open up the passing game a bit more. Having Wandale Robinson back is going to help that, of course, but the Giants are still without a wide receiver one with no Galladay, no Tony. So that is going to hurt a bit. And I've heard people say throughout the week, this is a good matchup for the Jaguars. And I can kind of agree because what the Giants do very well offensively, the Jaguars defense can try and mitigate that. The Giants have had problems stopping the run recently. We saw what Kenyon Drake did last week. I mean, he had 11.9 per carry or something. And this is a good rushing team in Jacksonville. They put Christian Kirk in the slot most times and you know he was their big offseason acquisition or signing, whatever you want to call it. But Christian Kirk mainly plays in the slot. And the Giants don't have a great slot corner. They tried it with Darnay Holmes. It has not worked out so far. So covering Christian Kirk is going to be an issue and possibly stopping that Jaguars run game could also be an issue. So we'll look at some of the key matchups now and we'll start with the Jaguars offense versus the Giants defense. The Jaguars have the Joneses as their outside receivers. Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, of course Marvin's a veteran in this league and I mentioned Christian Kirk being the slot receiver. I think Kirk has not had as much volume the past couple weeks but he did catch a touchdown last week and as I mentioned the Giants have some problems at slot corner this year so that is my concerning matchup in the passing game. I would assume that Adoree Jackson can probably take care of Zay Jones for the most part. They might put Fabian Moreau most times on Marvin Jones. And another guy to watch out for, I have not brought his name up yet, but you all know him, formerly number 88, Evan Engram. He wears a weird number now. What's Engram's number? Like number seven? It's like a weird number. But yeah, Evan Engram has a whack-ass number now because we know you know NFL players can wear whatever numbers they want, but Engram has an odd number. But anyway, so Evan Engram, we know that he sometimes has really awesome plays and sometimes can cause turnovers and be terrible. So it seems to be no in-between for Evan Engram. It is a revenge spot for him. The Giants last week had a ton of problems versus the Ravens tight end. And yes, Mark Andrews is a top two tight end in the NFL, but let's not fool ourselves. Evan Engram is a decent receiving tight end. So he's had some success this year. It seems like Engram puts up the same type of performances, like four catches for 50 yards, six catches for 40 yards, things like that. Nothing huge, but also like not completely crapping the bed. Of course, the Jags have Trevor Lawrence. He's had a weird year. Trevor Lawrence through the first three games looked like he really turned the corner and was going to turn into that, you know, generational quarterback that people predicted. The next, you know, great quarterback since Andrew Luck. And, you know, after the um, after the Jaguars won that game at San, not San Diego, Los Angeles and beat the Chargers, you know, 38 to whatever it was, they killed them. That was like Trevor Lawrence's like coming out party. Like he was playing great. And then I think the next week they played Philly and Trevor Lawrence, yes, there was rain, bad conditions, but Trevor Lawrence had five turnovers in that game, four loss fumbles, one interception. And then the week after that, they played the Houston Texans and the, you know, the Jaguars were favored by seven points, seemed like a prime bounce back spot for the Jaguars. And they lost to the freaking Texans in a low scoring game. And Trevor Lawrence in that game had one of the worst interceptions you'll ever see. He was rolling to his right trying to make something happen and threw an interception to uh, Derek Stingley actually the third overall pick he threw a terrible interception so Trevor Lawrence while the guy has some insane raw talent he also tends to make mistakes I think he may have led the league in interceptions last year I know like that was Urban Meyer that offense it was tough to grade him but still I mean he's had mistakes in the past and Trevor Lawrence 
can throw turnovers, and the Giants are a team that's going to throw out a lot of pressure. So we'll see if Trevor Lawrence makes a bad mistake or two in this game. The Jags offensive line, I mentioned it, not as bad as they used to be. I don't know what happened to Brandon Linder. I guess he's hurt. I don't think he signed elsewhere. Maybe he's hurt. I have no idea. But um, left tackle Cam Robinson playing at a you know higher level this year than years past. Jawan Taylor, a guy out of Florida a couple years. What year did he come out? 2019, maybe? Jawan Taylor, I was a big fan of his. There were some off-field concerns, I think. I believe he fell to the second round, but he was a guy I was a big fan of. And he's had plenty of ups and downs at right tackle, but this is probably his best year so far, so he's playing much better. Brandon Sheriff's their right guard. We know about him from his time with Washington. He played for three different teams, technically. They have three different names at that time. But yeah, we know Brandon Sheriff is a good right guard in the NFL. And yeah, I talked about Travis Etienne, explosive running back. Um, you know, Jamal Cashews, Agnew, um, can make some big plays, of course, in special teams, even wide receiver. And James Robinson is that running back who is that downhill guy and more of their big back goal line back but you know James Robinson has had a few very long touchdown runs this year he had a one versus the Chargers that was like 60 yards he also had like a 40 yarder versus the Texans he had another one that was a long touchdown so yeah James Robinson coming off an Achilles tear by the way he has had a pretty nice year for the Jaguars but as I mentioned my concerns are trying to stop the run here um covering Evan Ingram might be a bit of a concern because the Giants have had some issues covering tight ends and Christian Kirk in the slot those are like my main three concerns for the Jaguars offense versus the Giants defense now for the Giants offense versus the Jaguars defense I mean I mentioned that the Jaguars give up a good amount of passing yards per game and the Jags they do tend to struggle in the slot they have two pretty good outside corners uh, Tyson Campbell who I think's in his third year now he was like the first pick of the second round in 2020 and he's been playing much better this year one of the highest ranked corners this year so he's playing great I mentioned Shaquille Griffin uh, you know as long as he plays he's the other cornerback but in the slot the Jaguars don't really have many cornerbacks there so of course this could be a Wandale Robinson game if he plays more hopefully so that's a guy to keep your eye on but the Jags defense has talent. We know about Josh Allen, the guy who the Giants, uh, you know, essentially took Daniel Jones over. Josh Allen's been a great edge rusher in this league. Kayvon Walker, first overall pick. He's had some flash plays this year, but definitely has been inconsistent. They signed Fouye Aluakon from the Falcons. He was their leading tackler for a couple years straight. He's a pretty solid linebacker. Devin Lloyd, another high pick in this year's draft. Rayshon Jenkins. Every time, it's funny, every time I watch football with my friends and they see Rayshon Jenkins because, you know, he wears number two, I think. He has dreads. He's a skinny guy. My friends ask, oh, is that Janoris Jenkins? I'm like, no, bro. He's he's retired. That's not Janoris Jenkins. So no, Rayshon Jenkins is not Janoris Jenkins. Jenkins. But Andre Cisco, another young safety. I believe he's a rookie as well. So this Jaguars defense is young. They're talented. It kind of reminds me of the Jaguars defense back in like 2016, 2017, when they had that really good year with Blake Bortles. It's not at that level yet, but they're accumulating a lot of talent and they could be there very soon. But this is a game where the Giants are probably going to have to pass. I, I do think the Giants will have to score a solid amount of points in this game. Um, Daniel Jones has been a lot more solid lately. He's been very clutch lately. He has not been making mistakes lately. So Jones has been playing good quarterback. And of course, it depends how does our offensive line block. You know, Josh Allen versus Andrew Thomas. That's going to be a great matchup. Trayvon Walker versus Evan Neal. That's going to be a fun matchup of two rookies that were both top seven picks. So that'll be a fun matchup. And the Jags don't have like a defensive interior defensive lineman. So I'm not really concerned about our interior versus their interior. But of course, the Giants interior offensive line 
is a question mark just about every week. But I think as long as Saquon Barkley has his typical game that he's had this year of like 20 carries, somewhere around 90 yards, adds a couple receptions, has a solid game, the Giants run game-wise, they should be okay, but it comes down to Daniel Jones. Does he play the same way he's played the past four weeks, or does he revert back to the Daniel Jones that we saw the first two weeks of the season and the last three years of the NFL career he's had? If we get the good Daniel Jones, I feel very good about our chances of winning this game, but of course, if he reverts back to the old Daniel Jones, that's not going to be good. And of course, hopefully the Giants can try and force Trevor Lawrence into an interception or two, maybe get a fumble as well. That would help out a lot. So yeah, that's going to do it. Once again, hopefully I didn't miss anything. It was kind of weird to do this without internet, but I think this came out okay. So let me know in the comments if you guys liked it. I'll probably have this uploaded by tonight. Hopefully it can't be much later. The game's on Sunday. So I'll have this out by tonight. I don't know what time. I would assume probably around 10, 11 o'clock, but it'll be out by tonight. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. Hopefully it wasn't too shitty, but anyway, hopefully we find a way to go six and one. That would be dope. And hopefully next time I talk to you guys, it'll be reacting to a win on Sunday night. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the video and I'll talk to you guys next time.